1: And welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am a returning to this live studio. I know I was here doing the live reactions, but that wasn't with my boy Luke, because I'm joined by my boy Luke. Luke Owen DAD.
0: And a hello to you, Oliver Davis. Hello, Swap Nation. How the devil are you? Good. Recovered. Good. On this Tuesday. What's the what's the date? Oh, because it's the twenty second of February of twenty twenty two. All the twos. All the twos.
1: Do you know so apparently everyone wants to get married today? Do you know what the previous big
0: marriage day was? Was it the first of January twenty eleven? Or the first of the eleventh ah, of November twenty twenty one. Those all make more sense. <laughs> Was but, it ten ten ten?
1: Well, no, I I only remember a little bit of the fact, and that is it was the seventh of July. But then, like, of when? Yeah, 2007? 2077? <laughs> it must have been two thousand seven, because then you could have gone seven seven seven. 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 So it's like it was, a wrestler debut, but it's seven seven oh seven. Yeah, but you can massage it. It's not really all the twos. There's a zero in there.
0: Yeah, I suppose in a way. But I think the O two of February. Mm-hmm is easier to remove than the 07. I'm talking about the 2022 to 2022. Well, yeah, but you can shorten that to 22, can't you? I guess so. Yeah, so like I say, my kid was born back in 21. Mm-hmm. Um, you can easily just shorten that to 22. My brain doesn't accept that. It makes it <laughs> sound like your
1: kid was born at the start of the roaring
0: 20s. Exactly, yeah, she was born in 1921. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that's what. When she is older, she'll be like, "Oh man, back when I was born, when I was born back in 21. Well, I was born back in 21." So, I read a description of uh,
1: the the 20s that we're now in by a female author. So it's okay to say this. Uh, she called it, but she was talking about how like everyone's gone very pent up sexually mm. over the Have pandemic. They? Apparently, no, 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 I certainly I, haven't. I'm not a <laughs> kid. <attitude. laughs> but you know single people they want to go out there and reproduce that's the whole point of being young Mm -hmm. and she said once uh covid restrictions are lifted it's going to be known as the whoring 20s (laughs) (laughs) there you go yeah your daughter was born in the The whoring whoring 20s (laughs) Apparently, we're set for a hot vax summer as well. Oh, yeah? Well, that was more... Hot vax summer was last summer. Mm. Didn't really happen.
0: What's hot vax summer?
1: Well, it's like, you know, everyone's been
0: vaccinated. The weather's warm. Everyone have sex. Quickly. (laughs) Just quickly do the sex. Um, I've got some emails I want to read out, actually. Um, I'm going to quickly search for one of these because this was an email while you were away. So you will know the name, um, like, Eax Nichols. Yes. Who emails in a lot. but he said it's pronounced Jack. Well, all of his emails also are from Jack. Um, but he emailed in. Is it like a username, or is that a different spelling? Uh, I had no idea, Mike. How yeah. close? How close is E and J on the keyboard?
1: Did you I also know. look at your iPad? Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the iPad. I can look it's at the
0: uh, Oh, I can't. They're, edit. they're miles away. They're on the other okay. sides. But anyway, so Jack emailed in last week. He and his crew go to wrestling events. Sorry. Cool. That's a, a wordle notification. How Angela got four. Ooh, you were, solid. You were you, three today. You want
1: to hit? I was a three.
0: Were you? That no, was a four today. I was a six on Monday. I day. saw. Oh,
1: I came second last week overall. Yeah. Bad oh. start to the week, mate. I was. I was. I, it's. A, it's okay to say it because it's in the past. I had T and H, and I knew well T H. That's at the end of the word or a start of the word. No words have TH in the second and third letters.
0: Yeah. So I knew, right, based on my first one, that it started with O. Mm. And do you know what my second guest was? Otter. <laughs> I have no idea why, so close. why I didn't go for other and try and get some other letters out there, but I went for otter.
1: Well, I think it's because last week
0: there were a lot of double letter That's in That's probably play. what I had yeah. in my head, yeah. We had one on the day previous as well We it was like tacit. Mm-hmm. Mm. I went for there. Because I had T, H, and E. And I thought, Uh, I know you, Wordle. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so Jack uh, goes to wrestling shows, and he is part of a uh, a totally G crew from the mean streets of Thetford. Thetford? No, Thetford. Thetford? Yeah. I don't know where Thetford is. Norfolk. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, so he has got a crew, and they call themselves the TKM crew. TKM and so we said to him like wonder wonder what that could stand for mm. and so he gave us some options of what they could be um i'm also going to say as well he has got a friend uh called clefty so just gonna let you know what clefty yes so here are the options is it the thetford cleft tony clefty and mike tiny clefty manly men the cleft movement the mm. click meters the clickmates the clefty movementarians the Koi men tkm we just like the letters or the great carly match
1: has he given you the
0: answer? He has now, yes. So, so me and Pete made our guesses. I guessed the cleft movement. And Pete, I believe, went for the clickmates.
1: It's a, when you first said it to me, TKM, Tony Khan's men. That that was my immediate mental response. Like it. Because that's what we are. Mm. We're Tony Khan's men. <laughs> uh, or minions. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you want to do the M. Um, I think... How old is he? Do we
0: know? We do not know. No, He's I mean, not. I could show, you, I can show you a picture of him. Mm. There's a picture of him with Adam Blompier back in the day okay. at a WCPW show. So he looks about our age. Yeah. Well, our age
1: means mighty morphing. You've got the name of the friend. You've got the name of the the location. I'm going for the Thetford
0: Cleft Morphers. Well, we'll find out in the outro portion oh, of this son show. Of a bitch tease. Here, or speaking of teasers, mm. here is this week's raw review. That isn't Cody
1: was somebody, That was Logan Paul.
0: That was not, I mean, I was going to put up on Twitter today a picture of Logan Paul being like, Cody sure looks different since he rejoined WWE, but I thought not a lot of people would get the joke. Because nobody
1: reacted to any of the Cody teasers on the show? There's that as well, yeah. I've seen the popular meme format, no. We've got a perfectly good Cody at home. <laughs> Very good. Also. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luco and DAD. Welcome to the RAW Review Podcast. Only the second ever. Well, I did live reactions, but second ever live Raw Review podcast I've done in the brand new studio.
0: You also you did yourself a disservice in introducing yourself. The interim jam that champion, my best friend, Ollie da Davis! Yes!
1: Yeah, I did it. I brought it home. I brought home the jam. You did, yeah. The real jam. The real jam. I'm saying it's the real world champion championship. I mean, it's the original belt. Maybe, it, maybe it is the real jam. I don't think it might be. Uh, please show some love to the studio by giving this a subscribe. The Wrestle Talk Podcast channel, enable notifications to always on and get your chats into wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out everyone over $5 or more by the end of the
0: show. And a big thank you to our sponsors, us. Yes, patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk. We've got Wrestle League, Ollie and I's review of No Way Out 2009, fan Mania last week, which you can watch on repeat and uh the team to Nuke mailbag show with me and denise <laughs> where at which andy loved because denise talked about feet for a little bit uh and this week it's wrestle talk after dark which is where we sit around chat the breeze and drive a few drinks we'll have a clip from that towards the end of the show
1: yeah go over to patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk
0: the link's in the video description below I Like Sat's to check here. it out patreon 52 hmm patreon 52 is... Because we're always sponsored by Beer Fifty Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We've got great sponsors. What can I say? We sure have. But we don't mislead you. <laughs> when you sign up to a Wrestle Talk sponsor or a product, you're going to get that offer. Mm-hmm. Imagine those poor folk who, I mean, the very, very tiny amount of people who bought Elimination Chamber explicitly to watch Bobby Lashley wrestle. Nah, he was always injured. He was never gonna be in the match. Bit of a cheap carny move, and now we're getting a little. I think we're gonna get a few weeks of really annoying Cody teases from Cody's
0: friends in WWE. Did you see WWE's social media team? Which social media team? Like, so WWE's main Twitter feed. So it should always be noted as well that WWE's social media team are a team unto themselves. They are not part of creative. It's not vince mcmahon tweeting in fact you know that infamous vince mcmahon tweet where he was playing pokemon <laughs> go in a gym i know who wrote that tweet really yeah i do starstruck yeah yeah no no i so he's actually been on the show before uh, ds shin from ring the bell wrote that tweet for vince mcmahon Fun it wasn't
1: point. vince
0: no playing pokemon go it was not in I, his I, gym. I, I hate to break hayfabe CS yes, himself himself oh re- revealed that a few weeks back. But the, anywho- last, the last shred of wrestling kayfabe I had. I know. But anywho, so when you see the WWE's Twitter feed are doing this, it's not like, a, oh man, WWE are teasing us. But they, you know, repeated some of Miz's words like, and they emphasised the dashing part mm. of Cody's thing. And then when Edge did his promo later on, they were like, who is going to walk through? Is this just smoke and mirrors? Who is going to be the person to respond to Edge's open challenge? So either WWE have 100P signed Cody Rhodes and he will be debut on television, or they are hedging their bets that he is going to sign and be like, let's just start the teasers now. Or Miz and Edge are pretty trusted in
1: their promo segments. I think this is stuff that Miz and Edge have thought up on their own and gone, do you mind if I throw in a little sneaky tease? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, just like Kevin Owens made weird references to a Mount Rushmore back in December, which was an allusion to him potentially going to join the Young Bucks and Adam Cole over an AEW. Like, it's just, it's just, and WWE, I'm sure, had already agreed terms with Owens by the sound of it by that point. So it's just... It's just KO screwing with people. I think this is just Edge and Miz putting a few
0: little references to Cody potentially coming to WWE. So you think it's still sort of just a potentially coming? You don't know whether he is fully re-signing with WWE? Going by the reports, Cody's definitely on his way to WWE.
1: Whether those plans have been explicitly told to Edge and the Miz to put tiny, tiny subtle references into their promos well- that... Don't
0: connect to Cody coming in, but unless of course Cody, Cody has texted them and said, "I'll see you soon," mm-hmm. and so they know that he's coming in, so they're dropping in these little references. But like what Miz was doing here was explicitly telling you or hinting that his tag partner was going to be Cody Rhodes. Like it was one massive troll job. But I I kind of agree with what you said earlier. I don't think anyone in the building thought it was Cody Rhodes. And we've talked about this a few times on the Talk podcast, particularly recently, that do we just think that a lot of WWE's audience that goes to shows are not this audience? Because there have been times where they've made like references to people being fired or like, hey, you know, that you left John Morrison out to dry mm. about this and the other. And the Riot Squad members. And no one reacts to it. And here, like, they were dropping explicit Cody hints. And not a single soul chanted for Cody. No one popped for it. So are we just in our little wrestling bubble? And we're really the only people that care that Cody... It's us and WWE that care that Cody is coming back. Are we in a wrestling
1: bubble or are we on a wrestling island? Cody Island. Like Stephen Larson reference. I, I, It's difficult, isn't it? Because I always thought the live shows of WWE were mostly made up of just families, casual fans. The wrestling's in town. But I also believe that the hardcores go. Because if you're a hardcore WWE fan, WWE are in town, you're going to go to that. So let's just say it's 20% of hardcore. They would know Cody. They would immediately get the dashing reference... They would know cody has left it was the number two trending topic on google i had people who don't even watch AEW, who are my friends have, have texted me been like god you seen cody rhodes has left
0: that ha- pl- that other place have you seen yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. hey we should really text ollie and see if he's aware of this news i've got one friend
1: who who will text me oh you see uh you see AEW uh the pay-per-view the other night <laughs> I, I just give he means it, you know. He means it well, but it's incredibly frustrating to go. Yes, I don't even say yeah. It's my job. I have to watch all of these. <laughs> I watched it live. You can watch me watch it live. Did it once? I sent him a link to my podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't think what well, it was it, I? I think if Cody comes back, he'll get a pop. But will it be a a huge pop? Are the are the WWE audience ready to accept him back or even care to care about him coming back based on this i'm I'm not sure
0: i think there are two different types of return pops that we are going to see here the two comparisons that i would give so say look at the pop that edge got when he came back wwe legend edge it's like oh my god edge is back you compare that to the pop that Adam Cole got or Brian Danielson got it all out, which is like, oh my God, Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan have jumped ship to AEW. Cody is getting not an edge level reaction, but an edge type reaction, which is like, oh my God, Cody Rhodes has returned. I watched him 10 years ago in WWE and they brought Cody Rhodes back. So okay, we've got Edge at one end of the scale, a big ret- like that's
1: the biggest WWE return in recent memory. Mm-hmm. And an amazing, a huge one.
0: Then was it the same year
1: Car- uh Carlito
0: uh, oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're trying to, you're trying to curve, grade this on a curve. Yeah.
1: So Carlito's a guy who came back and everyone was like, Well, he looks good. He can still wrestle. He was gone within three weeks. And if he stayed, would that have changed anything? No. He would have been buried into the mid card, if that. Where does
0: Cody where would you put Cody? I think he's more... I mean, he's certainly more towards the Carlito end of things. Oof. Well, only because, like, I mean, what did Cody do when he was in WWE? He did basically all the same stuff that Carlito did, which is won a bunch of mid-card titles, and that is about it. I think people more fondly remember Cody's
1: WWE career because of what he's done since. Well, but like, that, the... but,
0: that's what you, but what he's done since is what you and I yes. go to. But we're talking about the the myopic... WWE fan base that weren't reacting mm. to the Cody teases in the show, like you and I picking up on ms saying dashing, or you know, Edge being like, I'm challenging a- anyone out in there to come and face me. So I'm like, oh man, that might be Cody Rhodes. We're talking about the people that are just watching the WWE product, aren't even aware that there's this AEW thing. And if they're not aware there's an AEW show out there, they weren't watching Cody in Ring of Honor or like mm. all the stuff he did in Bullet Club. I, I genuinely don't know should we get a should we get a poll going Ooh, let's do get a poll going because like this is you know he is a wwe a former mm. wwe mid-carder that is what he is to the wwe universe he is not a all-time legend and all-time great he's not the guy who went and changed the wrestling landscape in the last five years he is a wwe mid-carder who once lost to the big show at wrestlemania mm-hmm. i uh, i'm Pretty. I'm stoked to see what they're going to do with Cody in WWE. I'm so curious to see what level of push Cody is going to get in WWE. I thought these teasers were interesting.
1: They were too subtle. Like you could, you could dismiss it. I never picked up on the Mount Rushmore reference from Kevin Owens. Mm. I think dashing was more obvious than that. Yeah,
0: but it was still pretty subtle. But it was. But yeah, I. Yeah, it was also the from a wrestling family. Mm-hmm. He is a reality TV star, that sort of thing. So like, it was a, it was a bunch of like Cody yeah, good point, yeah. to do the troll of Lawless Logan Paul. But honestly, I think Logan Paul got a bigger reaction than what Cody probably would have got because Logan Paul's a legit mainstream star.
1: Shall we see what you guys think? WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Getting your Ultra chats there. We'll read out every single one over $5. Jack Nichols. Just uh, read out your email on the podcast version. The audio podcast (laughs) version.
0: I just read it as well.
1: (laughs) If Cody is Limp Biscuit, Logan Paul is disturbed. (laughs) Logan Paul can do one. So can
0: WWE. I don't understand. What's that? don't understand oh it was, it was while you were off i'd said that um limb uh were better than disturbed because because you see I, it really riles people up
1: no amount of poll matches with shane douglas will change the fact that i'm l-i-m-p till i d-a-d-i-e much to my wife's chagrin take care boys uh and mod mother has said also logan Paul. <sighs> do you know i mean I would, oh, read, okay. I would read that it's a it's a bad text joke. <laughs> uh Van Twinblade. Uh also review before reading. Okay, so it's stuff, you know, Logan Paul was a couple of years ago, he did a vlog in a forest in Japan, famed for suicides, found a dead body, and uploaded a video about it. Pretty awful reprehensible behavior. Yeah. And that's what Van Twinblade is talking about. Uh Kevin. This is now on from the Cody chat. Unless you want to talk more about Cody.
0: Well, no, I, I, I was just going to say on the Logan Paul things. So we mm. didn't actually talk about the fact that Miz has brought out Logan Paul, which had been reported by PW Insider um, following Elimination Chamber, because I know you were like, "Oh my God, Cody's going to be the tag partner of the Miz." I said teased. I didn't know, but that was the
1: perfect placement for him. <laughs> Imagine, like, what how, how more could you screw up? Cody coming back to WWE. As the mrs tag
0: partner. Mrs. Tag partner against the Mysterios to promote 2K22. Yeah, well, you know, and also this is I, I spoke about this in the uh, the Rest Talk news that I did on mm. Sunday, that WWE are looking to do a celebrity heavy mania this year because they are desperate to sell out both nights of their mania in Dallas, and they are ask. far from doing so, which is why they're doing lots of two-for-one offers. Me and Andy were joking about the fact that there have been five different two-for-one offers within like five days. Of space. Like, if it's if you miss one, there'll be another one the following day. Like, it's okay. So that's why they're loading it with Brock and Roman, title for title, winner takes all. It's Charlotte versus Ronda, Sami versus Johnny Knoxville, Logan Paul as the tag team partner. This is really like almost WrestleMania one of mm. it's Rock and Wrestling, it's Cindy Lauper, it's Liberace. And I was just curious to know what your take on this was. Because there was a period of time where WrestleMania was the part-timer show.
1: Mm. Like, What
0: part-time was we bringing back to do WrestleMania? Like, Going by what the reports are at the moment, what Fightful was sort of alluding to, this is what WrestleMania looks like moving forward. It's more celebrity style matches as opposed to focus on main roster talents.
1: I'm not against celebrity matches. Look, it's WWE. It's ingrained in its DNA. Like you said, Wrestle- from WrestleMania 1, celebrity is a huge way of WWE doing its thing. Mike Tyson, The mm. Muppets, yeah. you know? So, I, you know, it's not my preference for wrestling, but I think WWE, to their credit, have done very good celebrity wrestling matches it's recently. Bad Bunny last year. Bad Bunny was amazing. Um... So, and you know, Logan Paul, when he came out and teamed with The Miz and they beat up the Mysterios, he's a big guy. He towered over Ray.
0: He's taller than The Miz. He, I was like, as a heel, this works. I'm glad they had the foresight to bring him back as a heel this yeah. time because it failed miserably when they tried to bring him in as a baby face. But as WrestleMania in general, I don't know. It's changed so much.
1: It's two nights. I don't think you could have multiple celebrity matches on a one-night mania. So, one a night, fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of it, yeah, I guess the part time era is over because they've run out of part timers. Yeah. Rock has kind of been full time yeah. as this run. Uh, there's no Rock. There's no Trips. Trips. There's no Cena. But you could have Stone Cold. You could have Vince McMahon. You could have Linda McMahon yeah, I, versus Hulk Hogan. I saw
0: you were. Uh you're running the story yesterday of vince mcmahon running for a WWE return
1: it was more the ringside news report that everything's being pitched yeah so like yeah i imagine they are chucking every idea
0: around god we're gonna start two nights of that Mm. big ass stadium we actually have a few more chats now on the logan paul thing on the on the cody thing rather uh, right, DR said I personally have been obsessed with wrestling since 1992 don't bother getting excited over teasers and promos especially from The Miz who habitually trolls in situations like Cody's I'll be fine just waiting for when uh, whatever theme music plays Raw After Mania is when I would debut mm. that is what I would save it for yeah yeah unless you're doing unless you're doing Cody Edge I would wait until
1: the Raw After Mania so Edge's promo he sat down in a spotlight sort of story time with Edge baby it was a really good promo. Great promo. He spoke about how he used to watch WrestleMania, how he started stealing the show at WrestleMania, TLC, matches with The Undertaker, etc. And didn't mention the Randy Orton one, did he? He didn't. Know. It's still going on. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's, he made a few references. I, I've always thought Edge versus AJ Styles. That makes the most sense to me. That's apparently
0: what has been pitched. Right,
1: because Edge did say something about feeling phenomenal. Um, Words to that effect, yeah. I think if Cody come, Bring Cody in early, so you capitalise on the, the jump. But yeah, you're probably right. Night after WrestleMania, it's a new season. Roman has both belts. He can eventually drop one of those belts to Cody.
0: And if you think, like, that is... Probably going to be the hardcore of the hardcore audience, that Raw After Mania. Because this will be the first proper Raw After Mania in two years. Because last well, we've had in the Thunderdome, we in empty arenas for the last two years. Yeah, but the Raw After Mania has been rubbish
1: far before the pandemic.
0: Well, maybe this year they'll actually put some effort in. Mm. Maybe it'll be like, we're going to crown a new double champion and then, oh no, the bar have come out. And- <laughs> Uh, the the bad one Jambeard said I don't uh, don't disagree with the view that Cody will just be a mid card again but do you think there's a chance they will treat Cody the same way they treated and pushed Drew their routes after WWE were similar to each other they rebuilt themselves the difference there is that Drew was always destined to be a top guy before he left Cody never Mm. was and Ten said I prefer Cody to Logan. I know I now know what my bathroom break will be. I don't know where my interest level is for Mania. I hope Stone Cold comes in, but I guess I'm just interested in the huge crowd and state. What are your interest levels at?
1: Uh yeah, still not that high. I think it's quite pre- it's either predictable or I don't care about the results. Uh I think the matches I want to see haven't been announced yet. On the Stone Cold stuff, I had a gut feeling when we led with it in the news last tuesday before cody left AEW, i was like this why doesn't this feel bigger it felt like Shawn michaels making his return Mm. like that's a big story he was never going to come out of retirement and he came out of retirement and wrestled a match and no one was really that interested yeah do you remember when we
0: got told that so like just before it like fully had come out Mm. and it had been reported you and i were told i've heard this by someone that they're looking to bring sean back in it's going to be sean and hunter versus brother destruction in saudi arabia i said i was like that's not happening mm. there's absolutely no way that is happening and even when like Meltzer then ran with it i was still like i don't buy it i don't think that's gonna happen and then when it actually did come out a lot of people's reaction was like a, it was more disappointment mm. than anything else because it was like a ah oh. because it was in saudi arabia and then it ended up being the train wreck that it was but I think Austin is slightly different. I think the Austin reaction would have been bigger had it not come on the same day as the Cody news because the I Cody news completely buried it.
1: I spoke to a casual friend, uh, he's a good friend. Mm. He's a casual wrestling fan. And he he his reaction was, "Oh, isn't he really old though?" And I think that's That's a chance, yeah. That that might be Every, a lot of people's reaction. He was—he didn't even break the top twenty on Google searches on
0: Tuesday. That's insane. Cody was at number two. I also want you know that those wrestling fans of yours and my generation uh, that aren't watching still are probably—I don't know—like they're, they're obviously still out there, but are they going to be interested in watching a guy wrestling after he hasn't mm. wrestled in twenty years? And then the newer generation that are watching wrestling didn't see Austin wrestle, so they have no nostalgic reference to him. So do they really care? Yeah. Well, let's hear from our sponsors today before we get in with the rest of the Raw review. It's us. It is indeed. It is patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk, where we've got a whole bunch of bonus extra content for you to enjoy. There's WrestleLeague. There's Fan Mania. You know Mania They do with Adam Blompier. We do it for you guys as well. And it's a whole lot of fun. You were on this month's. One, how was oh, it? Man. Did you do badly?
1: No. Well, it's not about me. It's about German Dan, Mayor of Painesville Dan. He was leading until the last two questions. Dan. And Greg Cherry beat him. Daniel. Honestly, Daniel.
0: He had it in his grasp. You will get there, my friend. Um, but we've also got the Team Danuk mailbag show. Me and Ollie reviewing classic pay-per-views mm. for like two to three hours. And wrestle talk After Dark. If you wonder what it's like... Here's a clip. I'm an ass man. That's not actually the clip. I was just <laughs> tro- I, was, I know Pete's watching, so I just wanted to troll him. Independent Taiwan says I already asked this question on the latest mailbag show, but I'm curious if other WrestleTalk crews' answers. So, what are your go to jokes for first dates or just in general? <laughs> okay. All right. This is it. This is the. I, I, I think I said this because we had this on uh, yeah, the WrestleTalk mailbag show. Oh, on the mailbag, uh, yeah. Or, or, yeah, with, with Denise. Um, it's how do you organize a party in space? Your planet. Very good. Mine is yeah. far less tasteful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <tempest. laughs> I, I have one favorite go-to joke and it makes, it makes me laugh every time. And if, if the person that I'm seeing laughs at it, I know they're a keeper. Mm-hmm. Very simply. You know. What, what did, uh, what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> it's great, so good. Oh, Tempest! Wow. just the one. Wow, just the one ball.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. That's what throws you I off, doesn't it? Very good.
0: Yeah. Very good, Tempest. <laughs> it's quite the
1: joke. Patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk. Go over there, become a pledge hammer today. So, this episode of Raw opened with. Yeah. Comfy Brock and his lovely cardigan. He looks so comfy. And then he took off his really
0: comfy patterned cowboy jumper
1: and had let, a come on, skin... let, let's,
0: let's not Let's not be... It was a cardigan. A cardigan. Let's, let's not beat around the bush. He was wearing a cardigan.
1: And he was wearing a skin-tight black shirt underneath. He was like evil Brian Danielson.
0: <laughs> he came out and he's wearing such a comfy looking cardigan. I'm a man who in, uh, appreciates a good cardigan. I love cardigans. And I was like, that is a good looking cardigan. And then he got into the ring and his first thought was like, very hot wearing this. Like, of course it's <laughs> hot. You're wearing a cardigan <laughs> indoors under all
1: those hot lights. I you know, the baby babyface Brock is an interesting beast. I do like watching him on screen, but is he as... Well, of course he's credible because he's Brock Lesnar, but you would not see him dress like this in a UFC fight, for instance. Not saying he'd get into the ring with a cowboy hat on, but in the press conferences, in the interviews, the weigh-ins. Do you think, similar to how Becky sometimes goes the wrong end of his overly heel fashion,
0: do you think this is taken away? He's going overly
1: babyface with his fashion choices. It's, it's... Normcore, I think, is the <laughs> correct...
0: Uh i think trend name for it i think he's just showing up doing whatever he wants mm. to do like you know i'd imagine vince has got like you know there's dress codes backstage but they don't apply to some people brock is one of those people And it's just like hey brock what are you wearing when you go out to do your segment it's like whatever i've got on now this i've got my cardigan on do you want me to change? i'm getting changed to my gear so bright cardigan it is i've got my cowboy hat on isn't it weird how both promotions have Cowboys as their champions. Mm, but who's the real Cowboy? shastan Dan Lambert. So um, Heyman comes out, interrupts him very early on and makes the announcement that Brock is going to defend. Roman isn't. Roman's not defending his title in mania, but Brock has to defend his title at Madison Square Garden on March 5th, which is the day before AEW Revolution. So do you think they do an airing of that MSG show on the 6th? So 24 hours later, air it on Peacock uh, directly against Revolution.
1: It's a possibility. What? And debut Cody as the mystery opponent. Because Heyman said, look, you're gonna face Bobby Lashley for the title, and I'll, you know, I'll make sure you don't end the night as champion still. Which is weird, because why wouldn't you want Brock to have the title to go against your guy Roman to win both titles at Mania? That's good point. So I didn't understand Heyman's motivation there. But Heyman said, hey, but Bobby might not have passed concussion protocol. All the reports are it's a shoulder injury. First off, he's not going to be on that show. So Bobby definitely isn't at Madison Square Garden. Isn't it also weird how WWE are now using concussions as kayfabe excuses? When when someone actually has a concussion, they're like, oh, uh, everything's
0: fine. We don't mention that word. Well, I, don't, I think that you don't want to present Bobby as with a weakness because a shoulder injury is just like, oh my God, he's actually fallible and he can get injured. A concussion's a weakness. Yeah, but you, I, so it's a shoulder injury. I, I, I'm trying to dive into the mind of Vince McMahon, which is a weird <laughs> place to be. You, he may have just woken up one morning and be like, well, goddamn, pal, he's the almighty. The almighty doesn't get a shoulder injury. No, but he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. He could only... Be hurt the in his o- head. The only way we could take Bobby Lashley out of the storylines if he got a concussion. Hmm. It's the only way. No one no one would believe Bobby Lashley would have a shoulder injury. His shoulders are too big to get injured.
1: Mid-40-year-old Bobby Lashley can't possibly have a shoulder injury. He was in the army. Uh so Heyman said, If Lashley can't make it, I will ensure a and he said something like a legend. A worldwide calibre opponent or something like that.
0: Yeah. Austin Theory. Heyman. Brings in Austin Theory to be the guy. It's a big troll. It's just another troll thing. Off the back of the chamber interaction. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. I we mean, it would, make, it would make it would make Heyman look like a massive chump because he looked at Austin Theory in that chamber match getting F5'd into oblivion and be like, that could be the guy, you know.
1: So what? Yeah. I don't know what this could be. And it's weird for WWE to promote a house show. I know it's Madison Square Garden. And, you know, Vince loves Madison Square Garden. That's his home turf. And it has not sold well. And it hasn't sold well in previous years. Like, the last show they did, I read, was the third lowest ever. And that's dating back to the 40s. So they're going to need... And they've got Brock. They've got
0: Ronda. They've got Roman. Which is why I think it'll also be on Peacock. And Cody. Cody i mean thing is though, if it's cody then cody has to go in and lose yeah or he wins and then it's not for all the belts yeah but like surely the ticket draw of this because if you notice they haven't said which night brock and roman is on because as a fan if you, that's the match you want to see mm. you've then got to buy tickets for both nights so you don't miss the match what a
1: company <laughs> uh so brock then sort of lost his way a bit he said the same line a couple of times, and I'm like, oh, this is why you shouldn't be left alone with a microphone for too long. Oh, so this is why they're scripted. <laughs> and Heyman left, and Brock said, I'll see you on SmackDown. Uh, Seth and KO were backstage. They are interviewed by Kevin Patrick about not having a WrestleMania match, either of them. Mm. That made me think, if Vince comes back, Vince and Austin
0: against KO and Seth. Well, yeah, because... Kevin is still doing his whole I hate Dallas thing, which is what, you know, it's leading to a lot of people thinking if it is Austin, then it's Austin versus Owens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what if it is Austin and Vince in a tag match, hiding both of them? You can just work over Vince, build that Austin hot tag, just comes in, does his six spots, and off you go. After that, the Alpha Academy beat the Street Profits again. My best friends, the Street Profits. Do yeah. you see the great interactions I had with mm-hmm. them at the BT Sport events? Uh, it was a fun match. Was- Montez Ford was
1: really good in this match. He picks up Otis at the end, though. Otis, he's a tree trunk. He's too heavy. Bianca Belair could pick him up, surely. But not Montez Ford. Montez Ford falls backwards. Chad grabs the leg to hold him down. And Alpha Academy cheat to win.
0: I really enjoyed this match. match. I thought this match was really, really good. Got great by the end as well. Some really good near falls. I I mean, going back to that BTE sport interview that I did, please go and check that out here on the Wrestle Podcast channel. I interviewed the Street Profits, Bianca Belair and Mustache Mountain. Angelo Dawkins told me in that interview, he doesn't leave his feet. That's Tez's stuff. Like he'll go like, he goes, I will do the the, the jumping, spinning splash into the corner, but I'm a ground-based wrestler. They did a dive outside. That's what I was going to say. And I was like, <laughs> that prick lied to me because here he is doing a big old dive over the ropes. It worked you. Uh, after that, we got Tommaso oh, Ciampa. Sorry, lastly, uh-huh. I want to say uh, my favourite spot of that match was uh, Tez doing that springboard and Chad Gable reversing it into a Northern Light suplex. Oh, picture perfect.
1: I liked how in Alpha Academy's entrance, you could hear Chad on the house mics go,
0: "Shush." <laughs> And when they won on the house, was going, ah, thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that, Tommaso Chamber needs a tag partner to go against the Dirty Dogs. It's Finn Balor. He's
0: back. Balor is back. They said that Balor would be, as WrestleVotes thing said, that he'll be back by Mania. Mm. So yeah, here he is. He's back. Yeah. They had a fine match. Mm-hmm. It went five minutes-ish and Champer rolled up Bobby to win. At least they're doing some like cross promotion. Now that Vince is in charge of NXT, he's like, well goddamn pal, now we need to mm. cross promote this thing. So, thumbs up for that massively, so.
1: Yeah. I just I, I
0: Finn, Dolph, Champer, Robert Roode.
1: This is like a match of disappointment. <laughs> I can, I don't as good as the match is, I can't get into it because it just it breaks my heart seeing these four guys. Yeah uh miz tv next and that's when we had logan paul come out um any other bits on this the mysterios
0: had woeful dialogue in this and yeah i mean obviously the miz is unlikable because he's the miz and Mm -hmm. he's supposed to be he's the heel but the mysterios aren't coming off likable in this feud either
1: well at elimination
0: chamber dom
1: cheated early on with no pro Provocation from the Miz, and
0: then they beat him up after the match <laughs> two on one for no reason. Maybe Logan Paul is a baby face. Have <laughs> they turned the Miz baby face again? If he starts doing the figure four, and he's like Ric Flair's going to yeah, come back like, and God. like coach him to do it again. Uh, Alpha Academy got interviewed
1: about the main event tag. The main event was KO and Seth versus RK Bro. If KO and Seth won off of you know because they had the match the previous week, they get added to the tag title match. What do- good. Main event hook for me. Liked it.
0: Uh Veer video package. He is now thirteen days away from breaking Emmelina's Is Coming records. Two more weeks, Veer. If you can just do two more weeks, he will be the new reigning mm. Is
1: Coming champion. <laughs> uh Rhea Ripley, talking of things that are going on
0: forever. <laughs> yeah. Rhea Ripley took on Nikki ASH. Man, poor Nicki. What poor Nikki, man. Like they've like Made a complete chump out of her. Now this heel turn has fallen flat on its ass. Made
1: a complete chump. They
0: well, they were trying when she was the champion. I say they were trying. Really they at least trying. put the they put the put the money in the bank on her. Put the belt on her. They featured mm. her. But since they've done the heel turn, they've broken this tag team up. Like the whole tag team story was your crap and you lose a lot. Then they broke up, and now her storyline is your crap and you lose a lot. Hey, consistency. It's something we want from WWE. They give it to us and we complain. But what what did Rhea pinning her here for the fourth time, I believe, in three weeks, uh, done for either person? Well, what it did is it filled time Mm.
1: and WWE put out a lot of product every week and sometimes you just need to
0: do something on TV. Do you think, because clearly Alexa is directionless because I think they brought her back early to fill that Elimination Chamber spot, Clearly, by that voiceover package, where you know it's just like I'm now cured of my, my <laughs> therapy. I believe there's an elimination chamber this weekend. <laughs> like, went back to his home planet, <laughs> up to Kona, <laughs> and they just brought her back as the exact same character, the exact same music. Mm-hmm. That was, and they're like, oh, we don't really know what we're doing this Lexus. Just stick her back with Nikki, and they can just be two villains together.
1: Poor Mr. CJ Lily. Yeah. He was not happy on our live reactions. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, because she didn't win. She got close.
1: She did get I close. I thought it was. A, I thought the, I really enjoyed the
0: women's. I chamber. thought it was. I thought the final stretch yeah. between Bliss and uh, Bianca was awesome, and I think Bianca winning was completely the right call. One hundred. It was WWE's fault for bringing back Bliss when she shouldn't have been brought back. Mm. Nothing against Alexa; she just shouldn't have been in that match. Uh, we got. A,
1: they said a next when we come back from the break, The Undertaker. You heard that, right?
0: I Well, they said they were going to highlight his career, yeah. So I think it was just uh, okay. the Undertaker video package. That's all it was. That they played at, on SmackDown and at the Chamber. I've seen it a lot now. Uh,
1: Damien Priest, you know, babyface. Damien Priest took on Sheldon Benjamin in Shelton Benjamin's home state, which meant everyone booed Damien Priest.
0: What is wrong with you, <laughs> WWE made a billion dollars um yeah he quite quite convincingly beat shelton benjamin here still of the hurt business are apparently mm. shelton and cedric poor lads uh having and... said that this is what you and i said this is what they're there for you know when we said the why did damien priest have to beat aj styles or aj styles had to beat damien priest this is what you have the hurt business to do is to go out there and be beaten by the bigger stars
1: Damien Priest cut a promo afterwards. Same. well, you know, Sheldon Benjamin, you know, really showed me something there. Thanks, Sheldon Benjamin. And the crowd are just like,
0: oh, the F you!
1: <laughs> and he says, I want someone of world championship caliber <laughs> to face me.
0: What? You're only smoking mirrors. No, it's yeah, it Finn Balor again. It was Finn Balor again. <laughs> Who came out like he hadn't returned for a match earlier. Yeah, so, yeah. It's my big return here. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you about 20 minutes ago, mate. Yeah, they did this so out of order. His big return
1: was stepping into shot for a Tommaso Ciampa guerrilla position interview. Yeah. So Finn comes out and Corey Graves, go- or Jimmy Smith, I don't know, they're all one voice to me now, goes yeah he remember he was he was once a world champion he was
0: the first universal champion for
1: like a day but it it happened so this is okay yeah okay so we're getting finn balor versus damian priest next week for the u.s title Mm. sounds like a fun match sounds like the exact sort of time for wwe to randomly change a championship
0: well i think sean might have pointed out someone might have pointed out That he is now the Damian Priest, the longest-running U.S. champion since Ambrose. Do you remember when Ambrose had it and he defended it once in like a year and a half? Smart guy. That's what I would do. Yeah. So that's what Priest got. At least Priest has defended the belt. He did (sighs) did better with the belt than Nakamura has done with the IC title. Mm.
1: After that, we got the worst thing on the show. No, Uh, I've got it. Come
0: on. Seriously, now.
1: So bad it was good
0: territory. I thought this was great. Well, please recap. So, we've got the recap of Reggie and Dana's storyline from last week where. That was Dana! Yeah. Thought it was Natalia. <laughs> it's in- no, no, no. Well, you know it's Dana because everyone comes up to be like, you're doing so well. <laughs> well done. Honestly, Dana has Natalia's hair and makeup now. It's creepy. <laughs> well, I like palette swapped her in 2K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyway so they recapped reggie and dana from last week where reggie schoolboyed her and won the 24 7 title when she sort of went in for a hug it was a really cool spot there was a great finish last week and he comes out here and he invites dana's come out to apologize for what he did last week and he's like look i'm really sorry the moment got the better of me i'm gonna lay down in the ring here He did a flip beforehand as well for whatever reason he was just like woohoo and then He's an energetic guy. Yeah, gotta get out of his system. Oof, just burn, burn off a few <laughs> calories. And so he lays down in the ring. And the referee comes down. Dana covers him. One, two, and he kicks out. He's like, oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to kick out there. Uh-huh. And so he goes down again. One, two, kicks out again. He's like, I'm so sorry. I, 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 honestly, this time I will do. Dana got the smarts, goes in for the cover, and then does the lip lock on him greco the greco romo lip lock and he can't kick out now so dana pins him stiff as a board he went <laughs> dana wins the 24 7 title again and celebrates for like a, ah it works and we're just like oh my god i can't believe i fell for that 24 7 geeks right out and they bumped his off the apron who gets caught by tamina who has been doing all like he and her were trying to interrupt the valentine's day meal last week so he thinks like um they're in a relationship, maybe me and Tamina are in a relationship now, so he does this big pucker up face mm. of like and now kiss me, and Tamina just drops him on his keister and then chases after another big geek that she is I genuinely love, look at my note uh, here that was funny well I'm I'm happy that you enjoyed it, I did
1: I I, I hated it, <laughs> uh, I got from the end when Dana kissed him and she stood up and Reggie was like <gasps> Yeah, I am now your man. I will help. And he helped her escape. He helped fend off some of the 24-7 jabronis. Um, was Finn Balor in there? I feel like he might have made his <laughs> third return on the same episode. I'm going to be a double champion next <laughs> week. Uh, and so it's like, okay, so does Reggie now think he's in a relationship with Dana, but Dana was only doing it to win oh, the title? I like That's when this. I got. Yeah. No, I don't like
0: that. <laughs> All I'm saying is... <clears throat> wwe have got a relationship with netflix this should be the movie that they do for netflix it's something around you know to, a, a rom-com based around pinning each other for the 24 7 title
1: but i mean that is like very wwe like to agree probably a long multi-year
0: <laughs> film <laughs> with deal no with netflix
1: and then they and like netflix like oh wow we're gonna get like the rock and stone cold and all these big name stars first movie
0: Reggie and Dana Brooke. <laughs> well, this will be their third movie with them. Their first one was with Keith Lee. And then they did the one with New Day and Undertaker. What was the Keith Lee one? They did a wrestling movie where like his kid becomes a superhero and Keith Lee was in it.
1: I missed that. It was,
0: it was during the first lockdown. I suggested we do a watch-along party of it, and no one responded to me on Discord. Wow. Uh
1: yeah, I've just smashed those glass ceilings, Dana. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hope I next week Best really Phoenix happy. comes
0: up to her and is like so proud of you for what you've accomplished. You worked so hard.
1: Bianca Belair came out for a promo. Becky Lynch interrupted her and they had a really good start to their, you know, the WrestleMania home straight, really, of their feud. They talked about the SummerSlam squash. They talked about Becky being, sorry, Bianca being sent to the back of the line, then working her way to the front. Lynch, I haven't really heard her do this before, but she blamed Bianca for the crowd turning on her. Which that is why haven't they brought that up before? Sorry if I've missed it, but that is a great
0: reasoning for Lynch to hate Belair so much, yeah. And it's amazing that according to uh WWE 2K22's own Louis Dangor, mm. <laughs> this wasn't the plan, like the SummerSlam victory for Becky. You know, the idea was, and that will then lead to Becky Belair at um WrestleMania where Belair finally gets the big win. Apparently until, like, December, that was not the direction at all. Which means there was no end goal in mind for the Bianca Belair thing, because the proposed plan, at least according to Louis Dengour, was the four horsewomen Fatal Four way. I read that report differently. I read it that until,
1: like, Ronda let them know in December, oh, I'm not going to come back. Mm -hmm. So then they had a a few weeks of pitching a Fatal Four way. So
0: John Alba's follow-up to it Ah. was that... There was no direction for the Bianca Belair storyline, <laughs>
1: but, but they've made it into something really quite good. Well, that's
0: because that's what they do. They luck into these things. <laughs> um, there was, I thought, a lot of this was actually really good. I, mm. I really wish they hadn't scripted Belair to do this. Because Belair cut this great promo at the start, talking about how she's the est and everything, and Becky Lynch has this amazing line where she just goes the only reason you got to headline Wrestlemania is because I did it first. Which I think is a mm. terrific line. And Belair's response line to that was, yeah, but I did it better. What a terrible childish response to that. I was like, yeah, but I did it better. Like, I don't mind that. I thought it was garbage. And I, I was like, that re- it makes me not want to like Belair. And I love Belair because I think she's awesome. Mm. Um, a lot of people were surprised I was taller than Bianca Belair when I interviewed her. And I was like, man, Luke must be massive. I'm 5'10". <laughs> I'm not even six foot. Um, so they argued for a little bit. And then Bella had this match with Doudrop. Fun little rematch, you know, with, we've seen a few times before. Really But dumb. really, really good. Made better by Becky Lynch. Mm, mm. Becky Lynch was so great on commentary. Isn't it amazing when you're allowed to have character when you're doing commentary? <laughs> and they kept- It confused me, if I'm honest. <laughs> I, I,
1: I couldn't get into who was more over. I found myself, like, my ears were like, but
0: huh? Yeah. Uh, but I love the fact that You are right. Yeah, You're just confused, confused. Um, But I just, they kept coming back to Becky Who was selling all of Bianca mm. Belair's moves Like oh my god I can't believe she did that Which is what she was doing during the Drop feud as well Like she'd watch D-Drop S and be like Uh oh this is I've got myself into a bit of a st- situation here And she was doing it with Belair Belair hit the KOD and Becky was like Took up her head so being like oh my god What situation am I in The second Belair looks at her She's standing on the table posing with her belt <laughs> Being like I'm not scared of you at yeah. all Becky is so 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 great at this yeah
1: I and and the match was really good as well even though yeah like you said they've done it a bunch of times and we've seen Belair hit the koD on Doudrop. the crowd went crazy for it and there was this cool running power bomb out of the corner as well Dewdrop made her look awesome so Belair won uh yeah I love I love what Lynch is doing every segment she nails as so I like I, I really enjoyed the leader stuff mm. but it was all Becky. It was it was kind of like having a it was the promo equivalent of Ric Flair wrestling a broom, <laughs> yeah. those Becky Lynch and leader segments. I, so I but it's just problematic that Becky isn't the right character for how the crowd want to receive her. I think she could explode if she was just made a tweener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We got the Edge promo that we've already spoken about. And then the main event was RK Bro versus Seth Rollins and Kevin
0: Owens. Really fun match. I loved the fact that the commentary kept saying, Riddle and Rollins must not be 100% after that chamber match. Not a single one of them was selling their chamber whatsoever. But to scratch. It was like Seth Rollins is running around the (laughs) ring and Riddle doing these two... Can't be a hundred percent following that chamber match, Seth.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> none of them sold that chamber match whatsoever. I feel like Kevin Owens was probably selling <laughs> a match from two weeks ago more than Seth Rollins. Uh, I think it must be weird doing it to talk about this shortest chamber match in history. It was only fifteen minutes long. I did that. That I mean, it flew. I am
1: not going to complain about a two-hour forty-five-minute oh, show. Beautiful,
0: wasn't it? And honestly. 16 minutes it took for Roman Reigns and Goldberg to do their entrances. They were mm. longer than the Elimination Chamber main event wow. uh, But that's that's what Goldberg is. That's and it was all, it's, that's the it's correct all Ro- It's all Roman though, isn't it? Slowly walking down the ring. Uh, but Gold it- Roman. <laughs> Look closer, Lenny. <laughs> anyway i thought this was a really really fun tag match um with a wicked finish as well to to riddle which was the buckle bomb into the stunner into the stomp to pick up the win sets up a triple threat for uh two weeks time look at that promoting a match for two weeks time us
1: title match next week yeah
0: alpha academy rk bro owens and rollins if it's not austin if austin's not returning this feels like a really good backup to do rk bro versus the best friends at uh at
1: that would disappoint me because I think Alpha Academy are so good now that I want that three-way again well you could always think uh, you know what I'm going to say what are you going to say you can't just do the three-way triangle
0: ladder match (laughs) TLC oh do you know actually I would hey that would sell tickets probably Tag Team TLC. Will go bananas in you can, a ladder match. you could do that and you know play video clips from <laughs> x7 the greatest wrestlemania of all time yeah. and how that was one of the show stealing matches focus it all on edge yeah. and Devon dudley and no one else <laughs> in that match um i think that would be yeah i'd be wicked i would actually throw the profits in there as well no that's too much but
1: you gotta get gotta get everyone on the card well they that surely the the them versus Dirty Dogs. <laughs> yeah, great. There's a battle royal oh, somewhere. It's a battle royal with two Dirty Dogs missing. <laughs> uh, Autumn was also stomped on the outside. That's yeah. what took him out for the finish. But yeah, like, I'm looking forward to a roar in two weeks' time. That's crazy. And you know what? I really enjoyed this episode of Raw. Did you? Yeah. I didn't love it as much as everyone else did. I've got to admit, I was bored a lot of the time. <laughs> but that's also raw in general yeah i liked how it did feel like the proper start of the build to mania
0: yes i would certainly yeah <laughs> i'd say that like now that chamber is out of the way we are now on the road that roadblock is has been passed that mm-hmm. this was a really fun sort of first step i enjoyed the the brock stuff at the start and his comfy cardi <laughs> for the most part i thought the wrestling of what like up and down the card was really really good i thought the wrestling was good but it was short there was no like
1: proper meaty match in there
0: no but at least it was you know i i i don't i was never like massively bored which i often am with mm. raw and actually the i thought the three hours flew by like when they did the edge segment i thought we we're only at like the top of hour two and then like no the main event's coming up next so i actually thought sort of i mean i'm not going to give it a four out of five or anything i still would have given it a three out of five this is a perfectly fine average episode of raw but i did enjoy myself what did it's, you give what was it in your percentage it, world it's 56 isn't
1: it it's 56 56 oh, really yeah oh wow well you've got to think if AEW dynamite
0: is for 80, you know, an 80% show. Mm. <laughs> this is I nowhere close. That, I suppose you're right, yeah. I mean, the poll up on our community tab, it was 40, Is at 49%, three out of five. They've um, got 22%, two out of five, 16%, one out of five. You see, 56% is
1: 4% off three out of five. Yeah. So, now... Nah. Yeah uh, right. <laughs> just trying to remember how to transition. We've already told you about After Dark and Fan Yeah, we have. But what about Patreon shoutouts? Oh, that's a very good. That was, that was seamless. It was almost like that's how we sometimes record stuff that isn't live. Mm. And just I oh, just stop there. Just stop there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say this now. All right. Cool. Edit this out uh rich do you do this when um you know when you do the news Mm -hmm. if you sort of flub a sentence halfway through or like the prompter hasn't quite caught up so do you like pause and then just like continue with the same inflection you would have done that sentence continuing Mm -hmm. yeah i do that as well it's a skill uh but yes if you become a pledge hammer over at patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk
1: not only will you get all the stuff we spoke about earlier in this episode but you'll get a special shout out on this very show with your own wrestling nickname if you pledge over $20 a month or more. So thank you, the Junus Brothers, Junus
0: Huckanen, He ran Aaron Hanran. Ross Hooper Scooper Cooper. WrestleTalk's personal problem solver, Jamie Donovan. He's got two first names.
1: Matt Howard. Gold Raven.
0: Freak on a leash.
1: General Jimmy G, the man with the scoops. Sean, too hot to handle. Lonnie McCullough. Par
0: for the course. Zargeth.
1: Tower of London. Nigel Morris.
0: And lastly, for this Hall of Fame class on Tuesday, the twenty-second of February, twenty twenty-two. What love got to do? Got to do with it? Matthew Turner.
1: What has it got to do with it, Matthew Turner?
0: We just don't know.
1: Open up chats. Damn, and I'm not you. know this is this is only my second time using the pads, yeah, the yeah. iPads. Did you see my? My uh, fingers are too. I could zoom you, in earlier. Why can't I can't, zoom in you can't anymore?
0: Can't on this one. It, it doesn't. Work, the pinching doesn't work on that. But I just. Uh, no, you got to. So you can do the zoom.
1: If you go to the numbers, what do you reckon 50
0: that's a better zoom yeah, that's for my zoom. eyes um did you see my thumbnail for the AEW review last week refresh my memory the buddy matthews one you know there's a shot like oh, yeah. Anarchy black and i tried to enhance the just <laughs> <laughs> enhance the... <laughs> 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 enhance. <laughs> enhance it did not enhance <laughs> kevin
1: says uh, so exciting we're getting bala versus priest on RAW next week, but it's okay because we have a big three-way match for the tag titles. On RAW again. Guys, are we sure there's a stupendous two-night event coming soon? They said stupendous a lot on mm. this show. Uh you and Marshall. I know a lot of people are annoyed about Broke. Brock. Brock, but this current run he is on is really enjoyable to me. I I agree. Mm. Also, off topic, but I think that Tony Khan and Big Plan will be a super show with AEW New Japan and Impact. Nice. I certainly think it will be an AEW New Japan show. <laughs> so these are the reports that Tony Khan is working on something major but it's not a talent acquisition. Yeah, I think it's got to be a super show. That he's got plans. New Japan need it. Oh my yeah. god, but have you seen what New Japan have just announced? No. A 48 person tournament. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Did they look at the success WCPW had with it? It was like, do you know what we should do?
1: And it took up 10 minutes of the opening of *Reson observer radio as Meltzer went through every person and every combination (laughs) and possible sequence of results.
0: I, I mean, I love the G1. We all love the G1, right? But it's my least favorite. It's my least favorite edition of Wrestling Observer Radio when Dave Meltzer starts going through all the possible combinations of who's winning each block and stuff. <laughs> it just becomes noise. It is.
1: <laughs> and, uh, we love Dave. We love Dave. I <laughs>
0: Wrestling Observer Radio every day. Well, the great akan wins that match there, and,
1: <laughs> and Sanada, He just won the U.S. Championship. Oh God!
0: Like, and of course, there's on. Evil. If Evil wins that match. I'm i Give me. <laughs> <and you." laughs>
1: Matt Carney, Ollie, in your opinion, is Raw at the moment good, bad, good, bad, or bad, good, bad? Huh. Raw at the moment is not good by Raw's own standards, because not, there's nothing hot on it. Mm. Um, but it's not bad, because bad was last year, and that was abysmal. But it's not
0: good, bad. No. So and it's a- not bad, good. So it's good.
1: I th- I and those limited think, options, it's it's okay.
0: I honestly think Raw like is you know I did, made this joke on the the SmackDown review that I did on the Rust Talk News when Drew McIntyre was asking for people to use the hashtag Madcap Mauling of how he was going to decimate Madcap. Um, I don't think anyone no, said spike his neck <laughs> into the ground on an Alabama Slam, but someone said you know you should make him watch the episode of Monday Night Raw, and I was like, hey, Raw's been the better show as of late. It's way better than SmackDown is, Mister Gajilli. Uh oh. Hey
1: guys, didn't really care for Raw this week with no Alexa. (laughs) And after Saturday, I'm wondering if she will ever win a championship again or main event WrestleMania ever before she leaves. I feel she's got a few more
0: great moments on her. What's next for Bliss? Once they figure out what those therapy sessions were actually meant to accomplish, because they clearly brought her back early. I was unsurprised that she was on this show because they have no direction (laughs) for her. Um, I wonder if if it's not going to be the Bellas against Carmella and Vega if it's Nikki and Bliss against Carmella and Vega for the tag titles.
1: Or maybe, you know, Rhea's getting a push, weirdly. Maybe they're building her up for Bliss. Goth on Goth. (laughs) Atten, Raw next week is in my city. Do you guys think it's worth going to? It'll probably just be me. Uh, No! like I would go to the week after with that three-way tag. but
0: If they had a house show in your area... 100%. Mm. It's a house show, totally. Roars are not fun to attend live. Roberto. Whatever WWE chooses to do, (laughs) it's better than bringing in
1: Robocop. Strong disagree. (laughs) And James Branch, 23. Good morning, all. Someone on Fightful Review suggested Veer make his debut in the Andre Battle Royal, and I think not only should he debut, but win it. Dominantly. It's a great payoff, and no one else is actively hurt by it, creating a new monster character.
0: Um, I mean, probably Moss is winning it, right? Like, Moss is not getting that big WrestleMania mm. match that we thought he might get. <coughs> so, And he didn't win the Royal Rumble, so, you know, give him the Andre match.
1: I feel like there is a joke at the moment. I don't think him eliminating everybody yeah, will make it work. Brian Moore watched Raw to see what direction people will be going in for Mania. One Raw later, still don't know what direction most are going. I agree, but there were... Allusions to directions. Yeah. So I I don't mind it. Also, wasn't it a few
0: days ago with your interview with the Street Profits? Dawkins said, We'd never see him do high spots. He did say, because I asked them what their dream match would be. And they said it would be a four corners ladder match between themselves, the Usos New Day, and Mustache Mountain. Mm. I think they've said Mustache Mountain because they were there. And and Dawkins said, Hey, that might be the match where I leave my feet. Nope. It turns out it was against the Dirty Dogs for the 500th time Mm. in a year.
1: CJ, if I'm being completely honest, I don't, I don't really care for a Cody return. Also, I can really remember from Stardust is like his one part on WWE swerved prank show and Cody's smoke and mirrors theme. Based on his WWE history alone, there's not enough to make me care. No, 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 there's also... woo <laughs> And the white belt... People love that he brought back that white belt,
0: and it didn't change a goddamn thing. Well, that is because he brought back that white belt and said, "I'm going to bring prestige back to the Intercontinental Championship." He then lost it, and whoever he lost it to said, "I'm going to bring prestige back to this belt." And then bad news, Barrett one is like, "I'm going to bring prestige back I've got to this some belt." Some bad news and then for And Big E you. one, it was like, "I'm going to bring prestige back <laughs> to this belt." It's like none of you are doing anything with this belt because they don't care about it. But it's white now. <laughs> uh. Over uh Fox Warrior eighty eight said, Have you seen the new trailer for that Carmela Corey Graves reality show? Saw it in, good lord, it not only looks bad, but it's filled with ninety percent talk about sexual things.
1: I haven't seen it. Neither have I. Do you want to watch it now?
0: Yeah. Okay. We can't pop it up onto the screen. We would get a copyright strike for it. Um anyway. but we can watch it. What's it called? Carmella What's it called? Uh just... so if I search for Carmella and Corey, Corey. Graves. Oh man, Corey Graves, you are nowhere near close to being the top search for Carmella. So, so when I say go,
1: you—that's an advert. Yeah, it's an advert. Yeah. So, yeah. if if anyone wants to load it up, you can sync it with us. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Actually, you probably say go because you're going to press yeah, yeah. the button. Let me just get, make sure it's loud as possible. Three, two, join. Uh, can you see it there? Yeah. If you just make it big. Yeah, yeah. Just make it big. There you go. Uh, three, two, one.
1: Maybe turn or it or down. It might get flagged. My... Sorry. Oh, now you now you've ruined the
0: the sync point. Okay, so we, we'll go back and we'll try the sync again. Sorry, Ollie made me turn it down a bit. Not um. that I've seen these sorts of things,
1: but it does look like the the post interview with a. Oh, you're ta-
0: <laughs> <laughs> what you're talking about are shows where people go into boxes and bone, and then they come out <laughs> and they were like, "How was that for you?" And I was like, "Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah it was all right, yeah. actually."
0: <laughs> the post-interviews on Naked Attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's knobs all right, actually. <laughs> okay. My
1: name's Corey Graves, former WWE superstar. There he is. Broadcaster. My name is Carmella, and I'm a WWE superstar. <laughs> la, 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 la. You get to see Corey and Carmella's personal lives. Oh, it's on next Monday. Like genital
0: wards? Oh, my God. For passionate lovemaking. I could do some stuff in the shower. I might never leave the shower.
1: My I mean, wow! My wow! Legs. Corey's horny. <laughs> what? What was? Wait! 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 I <laughs> I don't understand what the bleeps were. Do you not? This is what blank. This is like blanky blank to me.
0: <laughs> he said, "Did you blank your own blank in the shower?" If I tell you the first one was suck. How? What? But that's can Corey do that? Hey, well I mean Carmela certainly just insinuated that he can do he he's
1: definitely f- sure that, he's was, that was a suck we,
0: okay well let's, let's go back and let's, just, let's review the footage you're to bust a nut <laughs> did you bust your own nut <laughs> the cracker no, the nut cracker touch your own elbow they wouldn't have sensed touch so you've got to think what's the word what's the first sense word because the second one's probably dick you think it's a slur <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean other than like in the back <laughs> You do all the work what happened in the shower
1: is Did you suck your own? That is one hundred
0: percent. That was a suck. That was a suck. <laughs> is- Did you suck your own what though? <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Did you suck your own Ah! I'd finally be able to reach for the nuts. <laughs> I know you don't like dry roasted peanuts, I'm just gonna get all the dry roast <laughs> off of them. <laughs> you weren't supposed to see any of this.
1: Okay, well, that was a shot of just a few blurred vibrators.
0: I can't believe the WWE are airing this. On their channel, I mean. On a YouTube channel? Yeah. What a bizarre that is because thing to happen. There's no networks wanted to pick that up because their first question was, who are these two people? <laughs> and their follow-up question was, why are they just talking about boning each other? Because why do we want to put on a show with people no one knows boning each other?
1: <laughs> but, that's, but that's a lot of ITV too,
0: you understand. Well, yeah, but at least... They're... People I don't know well, trying like, to bone each no, other. No, no, people you don't know, but people that the wider audience do know. Mm, fair. Huh. What are the comments
1: it's like? It's right a there?
0: very horny show. Uh I think Cody isn't signing. Um What to that show? I think Cody will get the same push as John Morrison. Um uh, But what,
1: what what are the what are the comments uh, on that YouTube video say? So? Oh oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. I thought you were our
0: chat. But is <laughs> when's Cody debuting. <laughs> um The fourteen year old boys will love this show. As Carmella's good friend and former tag partner would say, I don't even know if that's PG. Uh, Brandon Saxton looks good. Corey, shut up, Saxton. Seems like Brandon Saxton, is it? Mm. Byron Saxton. Uh, this show is just one big middle finger to the PG era. I'm all here for it. Okay. Well, it seems quite positive. Just not don't get R rated like your boy Xavier Woods. <laughs> what a weird show to put on WWE's mm. YouTube channel because it is essentially just Corey Graves and Carmella walking into rooms being like "Good bone on that <laughs> there's a vibrator there Good bone on that too <laughs> yeah. well you know have maybe we, have we boned with this yet?
1: we'll watch that at lunch tomorrow we'll review it on this show
0: well yeah, we can't do it tomorrow it's not out Yes, yeah, sorry week. I
1: mean next Tuesday though. I'm off next week <sighs> oh, Pete's gonna love it <laughs> <clears throat>
0: P. Oh, uh, sorry, Tails P. Are there any other women's tag teams beside the tag champions? Also, Owens hates Texas. You know he's from te- Texas. That's right. Shaq. Finally. It's just a, a big FU to big show. Um Ten <coughs> Rosa Bianca Belair is the future and maybe present face of WWE. Incredible. I'm most into Becky Bianca and Roman Brock. Hopefully we can get Bailey, Asker, and Paige back into the mix up with her now. Excuse me. Edge is incredible. Love him. Fellow Foo Fighters fan, Quizzlemania. I like how uh, Temraza just
1: starts saying things at the end. Quizzlemania is tomorrow. Yes, it is. Yeah. So go subscribe to Parts of Unknown.
0: Did you know that Justin Hawkins from the Darkness does um, music reviews on YouTube?
1: I didn't, but I know he brews beer with my local brewery, good Signature
0: brewer, brewer. I think you did tell me that, mm. actually. Um, I was talking to my friend Ashley the other day. Apparently, he did a, had a video recently which is like, are the Foo Fighters overrated with like the big YouTube face? And the answer is, no, no, they're not. They're actually, <laughs> they're actually really good. Smart guy.
1: <laughs> are the Foo Fighters?
0: Actually good. <laughs> Banana Whammer 7 said, I have tickets to Mania this year, and I'm still struggling to get excited about it. It'll be fun no matter what, I'm sure, but uh, if this was an AEW card, I'd be way more into it. It's mm. only big names with no real substance or engaging uh, WrestleMania-worthy issues. I asked this question to Andy at the Weekend. If you had the option, would you go to WrestleMania? Not this year, just in general. <sighs> oh, in general?
1: Yeah, if, I, if it wasn't for work and I could go with friends, yeah. It's too long. It is too long though.
0: Matt Carney, uh, will Tony Khan have to develop himself a healthy dark side in order to, in the future, deal with large narcissistic egos, toxic characters, and misfiring appointees?
1: No, I think you can run a business and still be sort of ethically consistent and good.
0: That would have a, made a billion dollars yeah 10 Russell, mania this year really is like mania 27 a building block for next year's wrestlemania i just hope tk announces a huge super stadium show with guys from aew new japan impact or a uk show for you guys what are your predictions for the big announcement from tk i'll be honest if it is just we're doing a uk show that is not like a big announcement great right. what, what if it's a uk
1: show with aew and new japan because it's Neutral territory. I like
0: that. I take And if they do it, the copper box. Uh, Benny Boy says Dawkins lied to you, Luke. That dive was definitely <laughs> a jump. Opinionated <laughs> movies. Hey guys, last time I donated, I asked Luke to do a Triple H for actually good, but mm-hmm. he's not well. So, uh, but he's not well. So fair enough. So how about Cody Rhodes? Book it, Ollie. Hope you guys are well. All the best.
1: Well, you can always do a actually good if you want. Yeah, Cody Rhodes would be an interesting one. He was I on think the you list. Almost, you almost have to wait. Till he's had a bit of time in WWE, though.
0: Mm. Uh, Nate S, congrats on the championship, Ollie. You preserve it. Clap, clap. Worst Cody debut versus Brock in a dark match or for title or versus Vince at WrestleMania? Cody versus Vince. Incredible. Uh, The the dark match. Yeah, 100%. And congratulations to our new members, JS Wooten and Mark Richards.
1: Thank you very much, everybody. Also, if you've reached this part of the stream, you are undoubtedly the best of the best of the best of the best of the Talk viewers. You're loyal. And hey, we would love your help. We have a couple of positions open behind the scenes. Image Researchers is the uh, title of the role, and it's just where you help us source all the images we use for our videos. It's a paid role! <gasps> you could earn money from this! It has flexible hours providing you get the images to us by the the times we need them you can get the images whenever you like um so yes if you are interested in working with us at WrestleTalk email in an application with the subheading or the title image researchers to support at WrestleTalk.com you
0: got paid it's a Street fire reference mm-hmm. So Jack also has a way of scoring people that he meets because he met Tatanka at a wrestling show and said he was the nicest wrestler he'd ever interacted with. Hmm. So they now score wrestlers out of Tatanka. So you might so you might get an eight out of Tatanka.
1: I think Jack is one for in-jokes. Oh, yeah. Because I've also noticed that he references the word peng
0: whenever he chats in. And also it's like, what's your favourite insert? Yes, yeah. Anyway, so Jack emails in to say, uh, Jack Nichols here, I hope you guys are feeling fantastic. I've just driven from Norwich to Fife in a Storm. I've seen some stuff today and I'm a bit worse for wear, so please excuse any grammatical inaccuracies. Last week, Luke and Pete were guessing what TKM stands for, and I'm happy to announce that one of you was bang on the banana. But I've got another tale to tell with some fun pictures. In 2012, Tony says to me, Tajiri is coming to St. Ives in Cambridgeshire, and I was sold. Hmm. We went and I was hooked. Every initial I've been to, and I've gone with Tony, when I trained to wrestle, I trained with Tony. He's like a brother to me. I dare say I would have stopped re- uh, watching wrestling long ago if it wasn't for him. Anyway, Tajiri wrestled Mark Haskins. Noamdar faced the Lion King, and a bunch of wrong like El Ligero and Marty were on the card too, but one guy stood out to me that night. I was convinced that Prince Devitt would go on to be a star. He got eight and a half out of Tatanka.
1: I was going to say, this... this... I thought this was a more recent thing. I thought he was describing this
0: show in Fife. Mm. Uh, Shah Samuel's got a 7 out of 5 to, uh, out of Tatanka. Tadjuri was, quote, reserved and inundated with nerds, so he gets a solid 7.3 out of Tatanka. The, mm. the coolest kid was uh, Chris Travis and Martin Kirby. They were the cool and lovely and earned a 9 out of Tatanka. Pictures are attached anyway. Honestly. Sadly
1: past Chris Travis, That's what course. he says here.
0: R.I.P. Trav. Um, luke we're guessing what tkm stands for my homeboys i'm uh, proud to announce that luke was the winner the cleft movement became the big finish in the tiny stagnant pond that is norfolk we've been best friends ever since uh most of us listen to you guys now so that's nice. um he is now giving a shout out to the tkm crew is there a secret handshake or hand signal uh well i actually one person did uh joshua matthews emailed in to say um that was it Joshua Matthews that emailed in? Someone emailed in to say that you may have heard. Yes, it was Joshua Matthews, and my friend Jack has been emailing in regularly into the show and has also demanded more sock puppet Sullivan. This is a TKM
1: invasion.
0: Well, so Jack has offered up the options for his next story. Uh-huh. Would we like to hear? The time I got to see my friend Wrestle a legend, a huge name, or the legend who gave me wrestling advice, or the legend who saved me from security. <sighs> Well, that first one, are they all
1: a big name legend or just the first option? I think, yeah. Okay. So a huge name, that is a red flag to me. You reckon? I think I'm going to be disappointed.
0: Yeah? Yeah. What what would it have to be like big name? Logan Paul. Kevin, Kevin Omega. Kevin Omega then. That's his brother. (laughs) It's his dad. Also
1: Winnipeg. (laughs) Winnipeg's own Kevin Omega.
0: (laughs) Um yeah which what do you reckon security is the one that gets my interest Absolutely. what about you yeah no i was thinking security as well we also asked if he'd rated adam on the tatanka scale <laughs> and he said i didn't rate adam on the tatanka scale because he's not a wrestler no matter how many tables he's gone through jk seven out of tatanka um luke might even get an 11 he is the tatankiest of them all whoa so that's very you nice. break the tatanka scale I'm, the first, I'm like the original i'm like Ken, kevin <laughs> omega of the Meltzer Star Ratings um we've got a bunch of emails actually to get through um i've got time for that one i don't think you've got time for any look there's a minute four seconds yeah, till we go live right. I'm just gonna mark that as unread uh <laughs> but thank you all so much for listening we've got a very interesting email that we are going to read out on the aew review which is about local globalization ah. and asking why we do things in dollary dues. okay yeah so it's very interesting there was like are you afraid of your <laughs> britishness that so, it confuses people because <laughs> overwhelmingly most of our viewers are in america it's yes. <laughs> like 70 percent. but that's all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast we will see you tomorrow for the nxt review which has got a lineup in flux currently we don't quite know who is going to be on the show tomorrow but stay tuned it could be a very special Tempest. Bit. will be yeah, Tempo will be there. So, you know, the good half of the show will be there and he'll be there with a special guest. He loves NXT. But oh, can I, can I just do a quick story? Of course you can. It's got to be very quick. Oh my you've God. got you've ah, 10 ah, seconds. Ah, ah.
1: Pete said to us, oh, I don't think Tempest likes doing the NXT stuff anymore. Blah, 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 blah. I spoke to Tempest. He was like, oh, okay. So, Pete doesn't <laughs> want
0: to do the NXT shows. I, I think he's lying to you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think he just, well, I can't say to the boss I don't like doing the job. But anyway, that's all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye.